0: Quran isn't education; it's transformation. This is Chai Chinuch with Rabbi G. One hundred one point nine FM Chai Chinuch with Rabbi G. We are back, as we do every Monday between two to three, where we discuss education. We discuss how to make the world a better place, how to make ourselves better people, how to influence our families, our neighbors, our communities, and just be better people in a better world. And today we have a actually very exciting show, which as the, our followers on, in the WhatsApp groups and as part of the listeners of the show, we know that we are very uh, organized and we know ahead of time who's going to be on the show. And many of you have seen that we had a bit of a surprise today. And the surprise is because of our excitement of actually something quite big happening here in South Africa. And today we will be discussing a bit about the new exciting news regarding education, high school education, remedial education, and the connection to the Feuerstein Institution. Uh, Many of you have heard about the Feuerstein Institution, quite popular in South Africa, or probably quite popular around the world, to be honest. Uh, However, uh, we're going to go more into... Details speaking directly to the representative from two very special and important people. One will be Elisheva, Elisheva Gandhi from the Feuerstein Institution and one will be Elie Katz who is the CEO of the Boston High School, um, <coughs> curriculum and yeah, the, um, who is, have collaborated together, sorry about that, collaborated together to put in amazing program that will be launched very quickly, uh, very shortly, and quickly I'd say, in South Africa. Anything you would want to ask and learn and share or comment in the show, please feel free to send a message. 34519 is the SMS line. So let's be in touch. 34519 SMS line. O six one eight nine five one oh one nine on telegram. So again on telegram O six one eight nine five one oh one nine or SMS three five three four five one nine as well as if you just want to know ahead of time who's going to be in the show, so you can prepare and listen carefully, as we do deal with very important things. And we will discuss anything you want as listeners. It is your show and your time. So we'll go directly into the discussion, and let's first meet our guest. Uh, Good afternoon, Elisheva. Thank you so much for being with us.
1: Hi, good afternoon. Thank you for having me.
0: Okay, so you are from the Feuerstein Institution, and for those of us that are not familiar, uh, maybe go ahead and tell us a bit about what you do.
1: Okay, so I'm the Director of International Communications and Development at the Feuerstein Institute. And for those who aren't familiar with the Institute itself, we are an international educational training, research and treatment center. And all of this works by using our proprietary method, which is called the Feuerstein Method, named after the professor who developed it, Reuven Feuerstein.
0: Okay, two words about Professor Reuven Feuerstein, who has started the institution. If you want to just give us some background.
1: I'm so sorry you keep
0: cutting out. Okay, sorry. Yeah, welcome to South Africa with our load shedding system. So let's. You know, we work along in South in Africa, ad-
1: so <laughs> I hear about the power shedding a lot.
0: Okay, but here in Haifa, we know how to deal with that, and we are fine. <clears throat> so we're back on track. So I just wanted to hear. In, we will take an ad break, but before, but when we come back from the ad break, just if you can give us a bit about the method, Professor Ruven uh, um, Forstein, and. As well as the leader today of of Doctor uh, Rafi Forestin and the method in a nutshell, and then we will continue. A short ad break, and we will be right back. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. 101.9, We are back in just beginning of a very interesting discussion. I'm having with two very special people. I'm having a discussion with Elisheva Gandhi. Is am I pronouncing that correct, Elisheva?
1: No, it's Degani.
0: Degani. Okay. Sorry. Degani. Okay. Yeah. So Elisheva <laughs> Degani, who is from the Forestry Institution, uh, in charge on the international uh, connection and. Together with Ellie Katz, who is the CEO of Boston College over here of the high school, and together we are learning about the exciting things coming up here this week and going forward in South Africa. So, before we introduce um, Ellie, I just want to hear from you, Anishava, a bit about before we're going to dive later on into the Foyce and Institution today. However, beforehand, just a few words about Professor. Um, Ruben Forestine, the late Professor Ruben Forestine, and then Dr. R- Rafi Forestine today, who is actually coming to South Africa.
1: Um, Sure. So the late Professor Ruben Forestine was born in Romania, and he developed this method on how to learn how to learn, and it was based on his experience. As uh, someone who was fortunate enough to spend quite a bit of time with him before he passed, um, his story is that it, a man came to him. His father was the the, shohet, the uh, butcher in the town. So a man comes to him and he was a very smart child, of course. And he says to Professor Reuben, I am afraid that when I pass on, my son's not going to be able to say to say the um, Kaddish for me. I need you to help him learn how to read. And apparently this was somebody that everybody had tried to teach to read and nobody could do it in all the years. And this young nine-year-old Ruben Feuerstein goes, it's fine, I'll teach him. And he worked with him and he saw the potential. And this is basically the story that Professor Reuben loved to tell people was what put him on the path to develop his methodology. And he just truly believed that anybody could learn how to learn. That the potential is there for anyone and five decades later science has proven him correct which is great and today that's what we do at the institute we help everybody learn how to learn how to improve how they learn and through improving how you learn how to improve your level of function and rabbi rafi who is Riven's son He's the current president and CEO, and he's taken it further, and he's taken all of the great work that we've done and modernized it to meet the demands of today's educational needs.
0: Okay, well, that sounds amazing. And so, so that was even before um, Professor Forresting started his training, which he did through a well-known um psychologists that we know from the past, like the um, Carol Young and Carol Jespers and uh, the other famous uh, professor that he learned from. So before we continue, I do want to say hi and introduce um, Ellie Katz, who's with us in this conversation. Ellie Katz is the CEO of Boston Online High School of Education and the head of Boston. I don't think we need to talk about Boston, that everybody in South Africa knows Boston, but uh, Ellie, good afternoon. Thank you for being with us. Good afternoon, and thanks for having me. It's great to be here with you. Salvo, so we all know, but give us two words about
2: Boston. So, uh, Boston City Campus Group, as a group, um, it comprises of multiple different divisions. Uh, in total, we we the the core business, the core part of the the group, is uh, Boston City Campus and uh, Boston Media House, which is a tertiary division of the group. And then the division which I look after is uh, the high school division, and uh, the high school division we're very excited to be entering into this relationship with uh, the Feuerstein Institute, and it really is a privilege to be to be entering into a relationship with such a world-renowned uh, institute and leaders in uh, cognitive development, and um, and, and, uh, and to bring to bring their solutions to um to, to to the people of South Africa. We're very excited about it. And we and it's been and for me personally it's been a privilege to be spending so much time uh with uh Rabbi Rafi and uh, to be learning from him. So Ali we will address and go
0: soon what Boston College found and saw as a need to bring to South Africa and what we don't have here that we need and what is going to happen. Beforehand I do want to go back to the Sheva and hear from you a bit about what is the method? And in, in simple words, how do we address them? What are we seeing?
1: Okay. So the method is primarily made of two different applied systems. The first is a dynamic assessment, which means that as opposed to a static assessment, like an IQ test or an SAT, we teach you throughout the test. So we're measuring your progress only against yourself. You're not being compared to other people. You're being compared to how you performed in the beginning and at the end of the process. Whereas a static test, like an SAT only gives us a vision, a snapshot of what your intelligence looks like at the time that you take the test.
0: Okay. So basically so it's, Basically, your the evaluation system of where a child is. You're going to look at what he's what his abilities and performance is, and see how to grow his talent based on his set of scoring.
1: Exactly, the LPAD. It's got different. It has different um, tasks that need to be performed, and they have to do with different cognitive functions, with different different things in your brain, different thought processes. So we sort of get a picture of how a person thinks. And then as we teach them ways to solve these various tasks and we see what they retain and what they use, you know, because they could learn four different ways in order to solve a task. But if they use way number one and way number three, that teaches us something about how they instinctively think and how to and then from there, we know how to help teach to their strengths.
0: Okay, so when it comes to the method of of what they're going to be using to learn, that will be very individual, but then the curriculum would be more of a standard curriculum?
1: Okay, so after they've done a dynamic assessment and we know how they think, now we have to teach to them, and that's where instrumental enrichment comes in. Instrumental enrichment is a series of tasks that each one deals with a different a different uh cognitive function like categorization, orientation in space. And even though the children may have or the learners may have different strengths and different weaknesses, each of these instruments by and large can still help most of them in different ways. Because again, you use different you use different cognitive ideas in each one and in different ways. And then that helps improve your skills.
0: So let's start looking a bit at what these tools actually are.
1: Okay. What the tools actually are. So we're talking the about the different are... methods and
0: the different ways to achieve and what are the things that a child can use to grow and support. Um, what are they? And what can we start um, kind of getting a bit more of an understanding of where, where the different talents and abilities of the child um I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you a moment because we do have to take another ad break. And just to see when we come back from the break, just to hear more about the actual methods and what we're looking for. Because, you know, at the end of the day, we, we do want to check uh, that a child is using the, the best of his own potential and his own ability. At the same time, when he goes to the working market and when he goes out to life, he will be competing against other people. And when the job comes in, yeah, we do have to look at a more wide perspective. So yeah, so just to hear what are the points that we can start seeing to help and improve the children and to, to help them grow with their own skills. And before, and as we go out to the ad break, I'll just remind you two things. Number one, that's, I'd love to hear your, th- your thoughts, your questions, what you have to add. 34519 is the SMS line. Or Telegram, 061-895-1019. Telegram, 061-895-1019. Anything you want to comment, say, ask, um, share, or 34519 is the SMS line. Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. 101.9 We are back in the middle of a very interesting discussion here with Eddie Sheva, uh, who is from the Feuerstein Institution, representing them, and together with Eddie Katz, CEO of Boston Online High School, uh, discussing the new program coming to South Africa, but first understanding a bit more about the Feuerstein method and what are the options we had. We learned that uh, instead of just fitting a child into the box to we actually try to find what are the methods that work for him best and increase the ability to use them in order to learn and grow and achieve and we were about to go into what are those options what are the things we have that are in the foresting method that we can use to access the information and help a child grow and achieve any question you want to ask 34519 is sms line 61 telegram as well as if you want to know ahead of time who's going to be in the show and be part or bring up topics or anything you'd like to hear or discuss. So back to you, Elisheva. We were right before the break discussing a bit of the points of what we can um, use in order to enrich our children and teach our children. So maybe share with us a few of the points.
1: Okay. So as I said, the method itself is made up the instrumental enrichment part, which is a cognitive intervention program. It's made up of um, paper and pencil tasks, which are now in the process of being digitized as well. And basically, it's, the reason behind it is that a lot of problems that children have with academic subjects like math, literature, history and science, they're usually not related to the subject matter itself, but because information is being misprocessed at the input phase. So what what our tools do is teach you how to interact with material in a new way. And because it's content free, as in we're not teaching math. We're not teaching literature or history or science. We're just teaching thinking tools and teaching ways of thinking. It's actually very positive, especially for people who aren't performing well, because it takes the stress of the academics out of the learning process.
0: Okay, and... so you're you're using thinking methods, and you're in, improving the ability without touching on the curriculum at all. Yes. So then, the, and... so then, when it comes to the curriculum, maybe Ellie, you could help us here. So when you're putting together a curriculum using the foresting methods, um, are you putting in math, English basics, or or what is on the curriculum and on the program, and how would the per- curriculum work?
2: Okay, so um, so as a school, as the Boston Online High School, we, we offer, we offer the Cambridge curriculum, the Cambridge and curriculum. We have for the last few years. And um, we've uh, recently now also, we've also been offering the GED, uh, the American High School Diploma, uh, the GED. And um, it, we, so, so we're bringing, what, what we effectively are doing over here is we're bringing in the Feuerstein methodology and pedagogy. In order to make it accessible, to uh, and to and to remove barriers to learning for all learners, so um, so that so that all learners are able to take, uh, so that we can provide them, just like Eliseva explained about providing the skills and being able to remove the barriers to learning. Um, because perhaps the, the problem with the, the problem or the, the, the root cause has nothing to do with whether the student understands or the learner understands fractions or does not understand fractions, but there could be a lot of external reasons like, um, like Eliseva explained and how, and that's exactly what the Feuerstein Institute deals with, um, to dissect what the problem is or what the issue is and then build in the, the necessary remediation. Um, so, so we're bringing in the forest methodology and pedagogy uh, in order to, uh, so in order so that we can make Cambridge curriculum, as well as other curriculums, accessible. If that makes sense, so everyone can take it, um, and that's why it's part of the remedial track that we're creating. To bridge the gap. Okay, so that
0: sounds amazing. That sounds very practical. So, but let's let's go a a bit more into detail. So, when we took we take the foresting methods, like um, the theory of um, being able to uh, um, to change the cognitive mechanism of the brain, the the theory of um, trying out and 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 methods of learning the what we call the the other program let's say what we call the FIE or if you want to explain more about it um, how would that come in practically however any before we go into the practical part of how it would come in shava, maybe if you want to give us a bit what is the FIE
1: so the FIE is the cognitive intervention program that we were just talking about that is all of these different um learning stu- learning styles and they focus on different, different types of thinking, like the categorization, the orientation in space, um, organization of dots, which teaches you basically to curb impulsivity. Every person I've ever seen who's done dots comes away from it and tells me how they've discovered that they're impulsive, even if they never thought it about themselves.
0: Because and it works on stimulation as well.
1: A hundred percent. And I just want to go back a minute because you were asking how it connects to a curriculum if it's curricular content free. The truth of the matter is, is that once you've learned these concepts, the most important thing is to then bridge it to the curriculum. Um, But first, you've got to get them thinking in a different way. You have to open their minds and make them realize that they are capable of all these different sorts of thoughts. And then, then you connect it. And what's so beautiful about Feuerstein is it has its own language and it creates languages within the school. And you'll start to see that a a term that they're using in math, they're also using in literature, they're also using in science. It's a term that came from the Feuerstein course, so the cognitive course, and it really just pulls everything together. We've seen it in so many schools and the changes are amazing.
0: Have you done any studies and looking at the link between that and Decreasing anxiety when it comes to school performance,
1: I'm sure there is a study on anxiety I but from the forest side off. of things
0: <laughs> now I, I could see logically how it would work, but I'm asking if you've actually checked it and
1: me personally no, but if you were sitting here with the head of our research, I'm sure he could tell you fifteen different studies that are relevant. I could tell you um. We worked very closely with a school in Israel where the children were illiterate, by and large, in the class. It was about two-thirds of the class was illiterate. And after implementing Feuerstein through their school, um, and they had... Everyone take Feuerstein. They had, from the principal to the janitor, every single teacher, every single part of the education system took Feuerstein. And they really embraced it as part of their curriculum. And this was a school with a super high dropout rate, and it completely went down. All of the kids graduated, as opposed to, you know, in previous years where they had between 35 and 65% dropping out. So it was... Amazing how just having a common language and being able to bring the connection between the subjects sort of helped everybody in so, the school.
0: So Elia, I, I must ask you as you the CEO of the Boston uh, High School, which is a very digital school to, in a way. Um, how do you take these methods and digitalize them? How do you put these concepts of um, very individual um, way of learning for every child, and put it in a way of uh, you know big numbers, big scales, and to be able to have it all online.
2: That's a really good question, and uh, yes, the Boston Group is highly vested in online, digital, um, online schooling, um, and w- that is something which which I mean, even if you look at our core curriculum, which uh, which learners take with us, which is the Cambridge curriculum. Uh, that's done in an online format. I mean, we we digitalized the entire Cambridge curriculum, and, uh, and that's and we and and as a Cambridge associate, so that the learners can study at their own time, at their own pace, and have the necessary me- mediation. I've been spending many hours with uh, Rabbi Rafi uh discussing about a, a hybrid model, and uh, the model is going to be the model is going to be it's going to be a hybrid model whereby learners can come in. To we um, starting off with our Sandton campus, learners will be able to come into our Sandton campus, and those will be and they'll also, and they'll be able to do part. It will be part on, partly online, partly. Um, but before we go
0: down that route, any
2: why? What did you find that made this
0: brought this need? Uh, Boston is is a large college with a lot of branches and and very popular in South Africa. What what made you feel hey, we need forestry in, in our
2: programs? So we we felt the need that there, there's a need for for bridging for remediation, and for in, in the in the high school space, and there are very few high schools which focus on uh, remedial uh, or focus on bridging. They, I'm not saying that there aren't; There definitely are, but uh, there's not a lot. Very few is we, an understatement. Okay. Okay, and the other thing which we wanted is we wanted something which is affordable. We wanted something which would be able to, so that every, so it can be open to everybody. So we said, who? So, so we said, who are the leaders in the space? Who's the right people to guide us to, um, to 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 bring this to fruition? So that, because I mean, at the end of the day, these are children's lives. We have a responsibility to ensure if we're going to be providing a solution, we we partner with the best of the best, so to speak and um and that's why we did, we we spoke to many organizations, many institutions um both in the states in israel uh, in multiple different countries and it's through it's through all those conversations, we felt that the Feuerstein methodology and pedagogy and um, the the way they think and the way they 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 teach uh could fit in the best with us so as um, as uh, elishba explained, the Feuerstein methodology over the years has been a pen and paper uh, methodology. And I think that's where that's why we're onto something revolutionary, because we're going into now a hybrid model where we can make it accessible to
0: the masses. So how does it work on a practical so, level?
2: The hybrid model. So yes. that, as I was explaining as I was explaining before, the hybrid model will be um, the hybrid model in twenty twenty three will be um learners will be coming. Learners will be well it depends, there are two types of learners. The first type of learner is a learner who's full-time at Boston Online, Boston Online High School, who's studying with us, taking their core curriculum and studying with us. And those learners, we've contextualized math, English, according to the Feuerstein methodology and pedagogy, the way of thinking. So what does that mean? So what that means is that the learner, when he starts, when he or she starts, uh, they'll take the iPad, Um And the ALPAD will create a profile. It's a six-hour assessment, uh, diagnostic. Okay, just in case
0: end- we have a listener that doesn't know what LPED stands for, and is not familiar with the method. Okay,
2: so the LPED that's an, that's an assessment. It's a, it's a, I, I think maybe I don't know if Eddie Sheva, she wants to explain it, but I'll I'll try I'll take a shot at that. From from the, the time that I've spent with the Rafi, the LPED is an assessment where basically it creates it creates a learner's profile. So a learner takes, a learner, a learner takes uh, an, this, this assessment, this diagnostic, the six-hour assessment diagnostic, and it creates on how the learner's input, elaboration, and output is uh, profiled. And then based on that learning profile, how the learning le- learner learns, then it's, a, it's very detailed. It's very, very detailed. So let's hear a bit, a
0: bit more about the details from Elisheva. How, how do you take this assessment? Uh, I'm still at the point of how do I sit a child down for six hours? And then you could tell me how you actually make it happen.
2: Stagger.
0: Stagger. Stagger.
1: Stagger. Great news is you can break it up into sections. You oh, don't okay. have to have a child. Yeah, no, 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 no. Or an adult sits for six hours. Okay. <laughs> I can't sit down for six hours. Um, No. So the traditional L-pad is actually even longer. It could be a 40-hour exam because it was made up of more instruments in digitizing it, um, which we've done over the past six years, and now we're really using it strongly, um, the digital version. We have shortened it down to four to six hours, and it's made up of a few different sections, and it measures... Just like the regular L pad that we talked about before, it measures different ways of how a person learns. Like we give them a pretest. The pretest takes their baseline. Then we teach them a few tics, uh, tricks and tips on how to better perform the task. And then they do the task again. And the difference in how they perform is how we see their potential. And like I said before, how sometimes there's four different ways, four different um, things that we might teach you to try, and they use one and three, that, along with the mistakes that they make, the hesitations that they make, all of that gets computed, and that's how we get their learning profile. That's how we understand the way that they think.
0: And do you see sometimes as a child's with you for a long time or a few years later that you'll see shifting in what methods they use? So if let's say they'll use one and three, suddenly you'll see now they're using two and not so much of three. Are, and is there a way to monitor it?
1: 100%. Um, even using the more traditional method, I, I am a certified LPAD user. I, on the traditional method, I've used it with my own children with my nine-year-old son and I've seen when I tested him the first time and then we did it again at the end of the school year there was definitely a difference in how he learned and I think that that came from the awareness of what he was doing of what he was leaning on and what we needed to develop more.
0: And and you are able to see it as you go, meaning that just because a child started the year in a certain curriculum or certain um, talents or methods doesn't mean that that's what you'll stick to.
1: 100%. We expect to see the children to, to grow, especially when you add in the FIE cognitive intervention, which is such a powerful tool in order to help them change the way that they think and change the way that they develop.
0: Okay, so that's something I I want to ask Ellie because uh, when I've been seeing Boston, uh, one of the powers of Boston, I think, is monitoring the child's success because of so much online schooling to be able to see and identify if there's a problem and then have a teacher approach. Do you have in your system also the ability to identify if the methods that are being used need to be shifted a bit or is it more just about the academics and where they're at? Definitely, we're
2: looking at all the data at all the data, we're looking at the data in the context of how the learner is doing in math, how the learner is doing in English, um, and together with the data which is generated from the LPAD, the OPAD, and then based on that, all that information and that data, our data analytics, together with our educators and educational psychologists, um, they, they 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 discuss it, they debate it, uh, they brainstorm it, and then based on that, we we build in the necessary FIEs. Okay, amazing. We bring in the necessary tools. And part of those tools, part of those tools that we bring in, when we bring in it, it's brought in in the context of, of Mass and English as well. We bring in a lot of it. We, we're focusing it a lot on in, in our environment um, as as the school. We're focusing it on in the context of Mass and English. So, yes, it will be talking a lot about the general FIE tools uh, that will be coming into place. But there will also be, in the, it will be voiced on methodology and pedagogy contextualized around STEM and around languages.
0: Wow. Okay, so we do need to take another ad break. When we come back, Adesheva, I'd like to hear from you also, what is the foresting um, space to work within a class? Because we speak about a lot about uh, the individual parts and how you individualize it. But is there room for a teacher to use these methods for a group and where that would come in? is it relevant, is it not, and what things we can do? And later on, we'll, because we're very practical show, any things you would recommend and any thoughts that can come in for any parent listening, and you could say, hey, you know what you could do at home, you could do this and that, and start, um, uh, you know, um, uh, raising the curiosity of your child for academics or the abilities are getting them involved with indirect schooling, like when you're driving them in the car. What are we seeing? What are we learning? What are we achieving? Uh, but we'll have to discuss all of that after the break. In the meantime, anything you'd like to share, 34519 is the SMS line or Telegram, 0618951019 for any question, anything to, for Eli Sheva, for Eli, um, any any practical or anything we can discuss. would love to hear, or even just your thoughts, if it's not a question. What do you, what are your thoughts about this method of schooling here in South Africa. Short ad break, and we will be right back. High FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. 101.9 High FM, Rabbi G. We are back. And right before the break, I asked Elisheva, who is representing the Forestine Institution, to give us a bit of understanding of what is the relevance of Forestine with when it comes to class setup, when it comes to group Is there a space for the foresting method, or is it really just an individual program?
1: Okay. So, there's definitely a space in the classroom. Um, But I want to talk first about the LPAD Digital, because what it has done is it has created a way to simply teach to a whole class. Because it has what's called the master profile, and you could take all of the kids' reports – And combine them and see, okay, 35% of the class is visual learners or profile, let's say profile C and 26% is profile D. And that will, you can use that to help decide how you're going to teach the material to the students. And you may break it down. It could be that, okay, we're going to try this sort of exercise and then we'll try, you know, something that's more of a visual exercise. And then we'll try something that's more of a writing exercise for the children who are better at expressing themselves, um, through verbal or through descriptive means. And you use it. It can help you decide how to use it as a map. I mean, Feuerstein has been used in classrooms for so long um but because again there's something every child can take away from the different tools and they'll also be of course like anything certain tools that one child likes better than another you know again with my own children like one of my kids loves one tool the other one can't stand that tool he likes he prefers a different one so that also comes into play but again, there is a lot that they can take away and this new LPAD, this new digital version of it really helps uh take the guesswork out of how to use it in the classroom. It really directs how to teach to your the ma- the different makeup of your students.
0: Okay. Now, is this really a, a method that we use for academics purely or for other areas as well? And because, and, and the continuation question is a, a message coming into the station. Somebody wants to know, can this method also be useful for adults or just for kids?
1: Great question and such good timing because we run, in addition to all the other things that we do, we have a community, an online community that has semi-weekly lectures. Last night, our lecturer was just discussing how she uses the Feuerstein method to um as a productivity coach with CEOs and entrepreneurs. So yes, you can definitely use it with adults. Um just like with children, it helps you to think differently. It expands your mind. We've had great results using it um, with students in the academia space going to universities um, such as Hebrew University and Bar Ilan University in Israel. So Definitely
0: great. So definitely for for adults and okay, as well as which, by the way, from from my knowledge, um, part of Rabbi Rafi's projects was um, bringing these concepts into working areas as well, working places. Correct. Absolutely. Uh, okay. So we, we we are running out of time, and we still need to discuss the big event coming up. So, But just before that, on a practical level, any mom listening in the car or any parent, anybody wants to implement things at home. They're not forced and trained. They don't know that much. Maybe they should be. Um, little day-to-day tips, thoughts, something that can increase the productivity of your child at home, what would you do?
1: let me say mom to mom because i'm a mom of three boys um you the hear best that, Ellie? tip i got yeah <laughs> the best tip i got from Feuerstein himself from professor Feuerstein himself because he was there when i had my first son he came to the bris and everything he said to me just soliloquy talk talk to them explain to them what you're doing even when they're so little you don't think they understand just use soliloquy and, and talk a lot and explain why you're doing things. And then when they start to speak, have them describe what they're doing things. And I've done it with my children, and it's blown up their verbal skills. I mean, it, it tremendously. They're all so descriptive, even my three-year-old. And it's made all the difference. And just, just describing, describing your day, describing what you're doing, why you're doing it. It makes them think. So that's something anyone can do with or without Feuerstein training.
0: From day one.
1: From day one.
0: Okay. Ellie, what are we expecting? What is the launching event that, um Rabbi is coming for? Uh, Dr. Feuerstein is coming to Boston.
2: So, um, Rabbi Feuerstein, Rabbi Dr. Rafi Feuerstein is, uh, is arriving in South Africa tomorrow morning. Um, and uh, we'll be spending a lot of time with the Boston team. Um, over Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, and Thursday, and then Wednesday afternoon, we're opening up a seminar to the general public, to educators, to psychologists, to therapists, and interestingly enough, also to journalists, um, to to come ca- to come and join a seminar with uh, Rabbi Dr. Rafi Foyestin, which is going to be happening at our Santon campus. So it's gonna, it's the same campus where the school's gonna be, the school center is gonna be running next year. And um I can, I can say that just to show how, how well known and how, how Rabbi Rafi, Rabbi Rafi is, we, we've done very little advertising about the seminar because um we, we needed it to keep it small, uh, because, uh, um, uh, we wanted to keep it, because there's is available and we already have over a hundred educators, therapists and psychologists who um, have secured spaces at the seminar. There is no, there is no cost to the seminar. It's open up to the general public. Um, but uh, we already have over a hundred people who've already secured their spaces. That's without the journalists.
0: So all yeah. the parents listening right now, who are the parents that this is targeted for? I mean, yes, it's for everybody. However, um, there are parents with the relevant ages of kids. There are parents that more Relevant right now for online schooling. So, who who's who are you targeting this event for? Um, besides
2: everybody. So okay. So 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 the event is is primarily at um, like I said, at for educators, for psychologists, for therapists, and for parents um if you're a parent and you have a child in the con- in this context for this specific uh, program that we're launching it and what it's designed for what we've been working with the uh, Rafi on is, which means uh, high
0: school remedial
2: yes so it's ages 13 years old to ages 18 years old so if you're in high school if you're in high school then this event and you've got a kid who's in high school, a learner who's in high school, a teenager, between the ages of 13 to 18 years old, then this event is definitely for you. And we and, and, and teachers, we want teachers to come and teachers from all schools to come. And the reason why is because we think that they can definitely gain and benefit from this methodology and from this pedagogy. And not only teachers, psychologists as well can gain and benefit. And that's why we're trying, we would love, we would love to host as many people as possible.
0: Amazing. Okay. We do have to take another ad break. And when we come back, we really ran out of time way faster than what we ever could have predicted. Um, although we say that every week because every week it's interesting and fun and we go from two to three very fast. Uh, we we will take a short ad break. When we come back, I'm going to ask each of you to give me one minute of your thoughts, what you can give for the community, your conclusions of discussion and where you would want to Take this forward with. So, yeah, a short ad break and we will be right back for the one minute of ending off. Chai FM, your station of choice since 2008. 101.9 Chai FM, Chai Chinook We are back just to end off the show of today. The very fascinating discussion we had with, um, Elie who is from the Forestine Institution and representing Forestine on the international level, together with Eddie Katz, who is the CEO of Boston High School uh, Online Schooling, and to understand what Forestine and Boston College have for us coming up in the next school year. So to end off, as I said before the break, uh, just the final thoughts, conclusions, and what Forestine has to offer with the community, and thinking forward, Elisheva, your thoughts.
1: I mean, uh, Feuerstein is just a, a tremendous way to improve your learning potential and your functional abilities. And I just want to say we're so excited to be working with Boston because it's going to take the work that we've been doing for 60 years and just really bring it to the next level. Um, You know, COVID really turned our world upside down, and it's so wonderful to have this opportunity um, you know, in partnership with Boston and to just digitize and bring it to a wider audience.
0: And make the upside down, right side up again. And that will be amazing. And I think Boston is a great partner. Eddie, your,
2: your final words. So I'm really, really excited about this because I feel that what we're going to be doing by this is we're making remedial bridging education affordable, accessible and affordable to all. Because one of the biggest challenges, not only in our community, but in South Africa as a whole, is that if you want to send your child for a remedial education or for a bridging education, then it's top dollar, 20,000 rand a month, 30,000 rand a month. And we all know the financial constraints, which is happening in our community and the broader community. And I think this is something revolutionary because every child should be able to have access to a remedial and a bridging education and a quality world class education. And I'm very excited about this because we've got a world leader who's going to be providing this in South Africa.
0: Amazing! Anybody who wants to join tomorrow, how do they find
2: the event? Yes, yeah, so it's 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 it's, uh, it's on it's on Wednesday. The seminar is on Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, the links have been, uh, they, you do need to book for, um, because like I said, it only went out of few and we did no marketing whatsoever. And we already have over a hundred therapists and psychologists who've signed up. So, and we do have limited spaces available. There are still quite a few spaces available. So, but please, I need to book, uh, you can call So Boston. go on to the Boston. Okay. How do you call Boston? Uh, you can, or you can, you can, you can call Boston um on uh just uh I don't have the line number of hands, but um you can just if you can just Google Boston and you call uh, Boston or what you could do is you can you can even email me personally on at Boston.co.za, eLi at Boston dot Eli at Boston dot dot at Boston dot dot and I'll be happy to to help and uh with uh with organizing, with organizing your space at the, the seminar. It's a seminar. So the seminar is basically just to make it clear what people will be coming to. People will be coming to a seminar where, which, where Rabbi Rafi explains the methodology and the pedagogy and you'll be hearing it from Rabbi Rafi himself
0: amazing thank you so much for being with us today Eli Sheva and Eli um, hearing a lot about uh, very two successful organizations that are going to collaborate Uh, is always a great thing for the world and the community and really a great time to end off the show and Thank you, Craig, for managing the show. Thank you, Elisheva and Andy, again. And we will be back next Monday, 2 to 3, as we do every week. And for those of you who are following on social media, you know that Ken, Dr. Ken Resnick was supposed to be here, but he will be here, please God, coming forward. Have a good
2: day, keep well, and we will hear you next week.